Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is the 16th of July. My name is Raymond Drew Stafford and I'm joined here by Melissa Gomez. We're going to be talking about the experience of living in Canada as a person who was not originally born there and uh, what it's like trying to integrate and some of the hurdles and experiences people might have. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, Melissa? Thank you, Drew. Uh, my name is Melissa Gomez and this is my first time on the show. So yeah, I, I'll just start off, you know, myself, I am a Canadian. My family's been here for a couple generations. We're divergent. You know, we were a convergent mess, I guess, of different white genetic paths from English, <laughs> Ireland, Scotland, Germany. And I do not know what it must have been like for yourself, although I did grow up in Vancouver, uh, a veritable melting pot surrounded by people of all different backgrounds, many of whom were, were coming here later. To hear from your perspective, what was it like from what you remember first arriving in Canada? Well, when I first arrived in Canada, I was really young, and we came here in August. But I always had the, you know, the idea that it was going to be super, super cold. So I remember wearing like five sweaters and like basically all the clothing that I could possibly yeah. think of. And when I got out of the plane, I was like, you know what? It's actually not that cold. It's a bit chilly, but it's not that cold. Mm -hmm. And the next day, my dad was like, this is summer. Like, this is warm. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm dying. Oh, like, wow. I was trying to be tough, but I was actually really cold. I also remember there's a lot of people here in parks riding bikes. Mm -hmm. And in Colombia, the only time you ever really see that is when there's like a security guard guarding different neighborhoods. Yeah. So I was asking, I was like, why doesn't that security guard have like a uniform or a gun or anything? They're like, that's not a security guard. That's just somebody riding a bike for fun. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, who does that, right? So that was really interesting. That memory really sticks out to me because now it's just common, right, for people to just go around and riding a bike. But in Colombia, that's not the case. Okay. Well, that's, that's really interesting. I, I did not know that only security guards had bikes in Colombia. Well, like other people have bikes too, but it's not really used as like transportation. Mm -hmm. They use it like as a hardcore sport oh, wow. or or um, just security guards patrolling different neighborhoods. Absolutely. Um, I, I do want to be honest with you. I've seen the movie Blow. Um, <laughs> so I, I do know a little bit about Colombian people. <laughs> I just, I wanted to ask you, how well do you personally know Pablo Escobar? I don't know him at all. <laughs> really? Not even like a little bit? Like... Not even a little bit. He huh. was uh, from a different city than me. So how I like to describe Edmonton is like that where I'm from is called Bucaramanga. Mm. And Bucaramanga is like the Edmonton of Colombia. So it's a larger city, but it's not super well known. It's like minus 30 in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have a winter, but oh. a lot of rain. <laughs> well, that's nice. Okay, well, uh, that's surprising. I thought everyone knew Pablo Escobar in Colombia. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I knew of him, but I don't know him personally. Mm, absolutely. So he's from a city called Medellin, which is um, it's one of the major, major cities in Colombia. It would be like, if we were to compare it to Canada, it would be like the Montreal or Vancouver of Canada. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, oh, that's really interesting. And I'm also curious... Uh, when you first came here, how did you see the other kids? What did you find them to be like? It you, was, you were, sorry, you were how old? I was nine. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty different. So my parents actually held me back a grade mm -hmm. because they wanted me to learn English properly for my first year. Because at the time when I came, like ESL wasn't a thing at that mm -hmm. time. And it was a really small school, maybe 100 kids throughout the entire school from kindergarten to grade six. 
how they did it is um, I would join the grade four class during the day. Yeah. And then I would go to grade two for English so I could learn how to read. Well, that, that sounds like a decent it was, system. That's, that's just how they did it um, because I remember there was me and then two brother and sister from China and that's it. We were the only non-English speaking kids in the entire school. Oh, wow. So it was different. Like, yeah. I remember... And that was where? This was in Edmonton? It, yeah. The school is called Park Allen Elementary. So I remember hmm. my teacher just asking somebody to show me around and stuff like that. And I was very lucky that because there weren't a lot of people who were from another country, I had the novelty of people just being nice to me because oh, I'm different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if oh, not, like, good. now I think it would be much harder. Everybody's used to yeah. kids from all over the place. There's pros and cons. I mean, I in my high school, it was a very large high school, like several thousand kids, and there was huge populations of people from various, you know, each Asian country, uh, from India, from Russia, from... Serbia, Yugoslavia, former Yugoslavia, uh, many different places. And I think as a result, those kids have the choice. They can just integrate with people that are like themselves, not really learn English, hold on to their own culture or create their new kind of fusion culture, or they can choose to, to try and integrate more and try to hang out around, you know, more people that were born here. You must gain or lose something depending on what you go, which direction or how you choose to mix it up. But no, that's that's great that you didn't get uh, bullied or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you that there are there is a really good way to balance both of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like the I didn't really balance it at all when I was a kid. So because I was so fully inter- integrated into Canadian culture, I actually completely forgot how to speak Spanish for two years. I didn't speak it at all. And I remember oh. when I went back to Colombia and like I handed over my passport to the customs lady and she's speaking to me and I was like, I can't do this anymore. So was it emotional for you or are you just confused? I was just confused. Like, um, and then that's, that just woke me up though. So then when I came back, I would speak in Spanish to my mom and stuff like mm. that. Okay. So Melissa, the next thing I want to ask you is, um, you know, were you ever bullied or pushed around as a kid for having an accent or not being from Canada? I mean, I feel like there was definitely times when I was weird and different, but it's really hard to remember just because at that age you adapt so quickly. Um, I mean, I remember my parents didn't even realize that I started to speak English. And one time I just had a friend over. My parents were like, whoa, she's speaking English. Like, what's going on? So like at that age, at that age, you just learn so quickly. Absolutely. But I'm sure that, you know, people are probably saying like, oh, she's totally weird behind my back. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're still saying that, but no, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, I also wanted to ask you, there's, there's some myths in our, in our Western culture. Uh, you may have been familiar. There's a lot of portrayals, hence the joke I made earlier about the movie Blow. Is our Colombians always, you know, drinking, dancing, doing rails? Like, is that what the culture is about? Yeah, it's, it's really funny because a lot of people do think that Colombian people do a lot of drugs. But actually, they don't. So because it's such a huge problem in Colombia, people don't do it. You know, they know that how destructive it is. And it's not like I would say that it's made for a North American market, not for a South American market. But like one line never killed anybody. Like, no, not even. No, like not there. It's it's they have such a different outlook towards it for them. It's not a party thing because here it's like you need to be rich and, you know, you have that. I don't know this mentality that like only rich people can afford it, and it's eighty dollars a gram. This, 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 you're very knowledgeable on that. (laughs) It's you know glamorous thing that you do for fun, but there it just 
it's painful. And so for that reason, mm-hmm. people don't do it. Absolutely. The dancing, though, people that do dance all the time, actually, like, or they'll play music really loud out of their cars at two in the morning, which kind of sucks. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make a note of that. So I have another question. Since you're here and we have this opportunity, I was wondering if you would share uh, some of your language with me. Like, uh, let's say, you know, I'm in line to go into a club and I see some beautiful Colombian women and I want to say, you know, hello, ladies. How are you doing? You look beautiful tonight. How would I say that? Okay, so you can say mamacita. Mamacita. Yeah, that's like a way that you can start to hit on a girl. Okay. So mamacita, eres muy linda. Mamacita, eres muy linda? Muy linda. Muy linda. Yeah, that's perfect. Really? Yeah, so linda means beautiful. Like the name, like the girl's name. Really? Yeah, linda. That's crazy. I had no idea that that's what linda meant. I just thought it meant like a woman in her 50s that's friends with my mom, actually. (laughs) But that's good. I will definitely make a note of that. Okay. Also, I just wanted to ask you how I can say thank you for being on the show today. Muchas gracias Mm -hmm. por estar en el programa. Muchas gracias por estar. 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 Mm-hmm. Muchas gracias por estar. En el. En el. Programa. En el programa. Perfect. Muchas gracias por estar en el programa. Gracias. Mamacita. <laughs> Linda. Thank you. It's been a great look in English. Tune in next week.